Welcome to PwC's Tax Reform Readiness podcast series. This podcast is an excerpt from PwC's Tax Reform Readiness webcast series held on May 3, 2018, focusing on recent guidance issued by Treasury relating to the new international tax provisions under the recent tax reform legislation. The panelists for the webcast were Ken Kuykendall, a PwC tax partner and our tax services leader, Mike DeFranzo, a PwC tax partner focusing on international tax issues, Quinn Nguyen, a PwC tax partner also focusing on international tax issues, and Elizabeth Nelson, a managing director also focusing on international tax issues. This excerpt consists of a discussion among the panelists on guidance relating to Notice 2018-29. Take a listen. All right, Quinn, I'm going to come back to you. Why don't we jump back in? Sure. I think um, so the other or the third notice that was issued in April dealing with some of the international provisions uh, is notice 2018-29. And this notice, I think we wanted to just flag for awareness for those of you might, who might have been paying attention to the fact that Section 864C8 now treats a foreign partner's gain or loss from the sale or exchange of any partnership interest as potentially effectively connected income with a U.S. trader business to the extent that the partner would have had ECI gain or loss if the partnership had sold all of the partnership assets for fair market value. Um, and the income that would have been allocable to that foreign partner is now potentially going to be treated as ECI and subject to tax here. Um, so that was the, the treatment under 864, which a lot of people took to be sort of uh, codifying essentially the principles of 91, the revenue ruling 91-32, which had been outstanding for quite some period of time. But in addition to uh, amending or changing 864 C8, the government also introduced a new withholding regime um, to ensure compliance with the new provisions. And so the withholding regime itself is under 1446, and it requires the transferee of a partnership interest. So essentially the acquirer of the interest to withhold 10% of the amount realized on the acquisition of the partnership interest if any portion of that gain was treated as ECI uh, under the new 864 provisions. And so there have been a lot of open questions because uh, the provision 864 itself that treats the partner's gain or loss uh, as potentially ECI itself was effective for dispositions that occurred on or after November 27 of 2017, but the withholding component didn't kick in uh, until the beginning of this year. And one of the things that the government did do very early on after the statute, after the act was uh, passed, was they issued Notice 2018-08, dealing with the withholding component for sales or dispositions of a publicly traded partnership, where they turned it off essentially. So for publicly traded partnership interests, there was no withholding component associated with those dispositions. Right. So what was remaining would have been if you were disposing of an interest in a non-publicly traded partnership, that withholding did kick in for anyone acquiring that interest uh, as of the beginning of this year. And early in April, through notice 2018-29, they issued the first round of guidance, essentially, that is more comprehensive. It deals a bit more with the uh, compliance-related issues. And so for any uh, interest that's been sold in a non Guidance is helpful in the sense that it tells you when you're applying these withholding provisions, you should look to 1445. And 1445 itself is a withholding rule that applies mainly to FERPTA. Um, so again, if you're selling an interest in U.S. real property, the acquiring may have an ability or requirement to withhold on that unless they get certain certifications from the seller 
about their status as U.S. or foreign person. And so similar to that, um, for 1446 compliance, you would look to the 1445 rules as amended a bit. Uh, one of the nice things that they did also do in this notice was they provided some withholding exceptions um, for the rules. So essentially, if the transferee gets a statement from the selling uh, partner that there's no gain or real loss that would be realized, um, or if they get a certification that less than 25% of the total distributive share of income was ECTI, effectively connected taxable income, in the prior or preceding three taxable years, less than 25% of the total gain on the disposition of the partnership is ECI uh, gain itself. They don't have to withhold. Uh, similarly, for um, non-recognition transactions, if the transferee is getting a certification um, that the, the disposition itself was through a non-recognition transaction, there's not going to be any withholding component required um, associated with the 864 until further guidance is issued. So uh, a lot of helpful things in the notice. One of the other things I just wanted to remind taxpayers who might have been dealing with the withholding component, so if you had a sale of a non-publicly traded interest and you did not withhold, uh, you can provide the, the remitted amounts, I guess, to the government by May 31, 2018, to avoid any potential penalties for the failure to, to withhold and remit those amounts. And so there is a bit of, of um, flexibility and niceness, essentially, in this guidance to help taxpayers comply with these withholding provisions. Right. It came just, just under two months um, to, to correct that. But that, that's a systems issue because it's the partnership is withholding agent and it has to pull the funds and make the payment. Um, one thing I just wanted to note, so we had 9132, which you referenced, and that was out there, and a lot of people took a position that was not right. And it actually was litigated in a case called Grecian Magnesite, and the judge decided it, took took a lot of time to decide it. I think it was uh, in in uh, after oral argument for three years plus, and then the taxpayers won. And they celebrated in the streets, and it was like a less than a year. <laughs> <laughs> we get the we get the reversal in in legislation, so uh, it's pretty pretty quick. It was very quick, and I think even with Grecian Magnesite, it's not clear that the story is over yet. No, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Maybe appealed because it does have effect to all the years of people taking the position. Yeah, ninety one thirty two was wrong. Well, people picked up on the fact that the legislative history itself to the new eight sixty four uh, provisions indicated that the legislation had no inference on what the prior positions may or may not have been. And so it left it open and didn't try to put a thumb on the scale one way or the other. So, Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you would like further information about this topic, please email the participants whose email addresses can be found in the description of this episode.